0: podcast city network the everett lee show
1: welcome to the everett lee show i'm the everett lee i want to give a shout out to everyone who follows me on social media facebook twitter instagram and of course podcast city network official host of the everett lee show i have a great guest on the program tonight i have none other on video chat right now the center christian mills independent pro wrestler how you doing there I do
0: doing all right so far man Uh, still a little early in the night nothing too much to complain about yet so i don't know (laughs) ask me at the end of this and we'll see how we're doing
1: (laughs) yeah the night's still young man Uh, i mean Uh, before we started rolling there you were telling me you had a pretty much busy day today haven't you
0: yeah doing the the shoot shit, you know how it goes uh fun <laughs> fun life there uh that was pretty busy you know it's always the day after thanksgiving just getting all the family stuff done and going back to the real world you know how
1: it goes yeah um, yeah have a pretty good thanksgiving oh yeah
0: absolutely man it was having, you know always good family time you know like honestly being like even on this indie scene like this it's still a pretty busy schedule with training and all that and then working real jobs like this it's like still live a good bit away from the family like they're just up in the road up in ocala you know a little two hours away and i'm down here in orlando so all just depends but like you know timing lined up pretty well and you know we still got to do thanksgiving and do all that, you know family stuff there so doing all right
1: that's that's good. I had a busy uh, yesterday, um, and I just pretty much had to go to three houses yesterday. And uh, by the end of the night, I was like, I'm done, man. <laughs> I'm <I> done. Do. <laughs> One house.
0: One house is all I can handle. I can only deal with my family. I couldn't imagine dealing with somebody else's.
1: <laughs> Wait till you get married. Wait till you get married. Oh, yeah. Married. Honestly,
0: yeah. That, that's what I was thinking. I was going to be like, the past there. I was like, yeah, father life, parent life marriage life i'll give it a pass
1: for now let you handle that yeah 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 you you've you've seen my wife at the cfw shows and my little girl running around there absolutely
0: yeah (laughs) Yeah.
1: fun yeah yeah i remember when she was at the july show there and she ran up to Karma Dean, and she loved Karma Dean's outfit, and she wanted to follow her all over the place. <laughs> yeah,
0: a lot of people loved Karma Dean's outfit. Oh yeah, very flashy, flashy,
1: flashy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That was CFW, That was some pretty good times we had during those nine months, man. A lot wasn't of good,
0: it? Honestly, yeah. Honestly, a lot of good times. I really, I really feel like I got to develop more as a person and. In the indie scene, a lot more this year. It's been fun, especially thanks to CFWE and my time there. It was was awesome.
1: Yeah it it was because I mean we've seen we've seen some crazy shit happening.
0: (laughs) Honestly, to put it to put it mildly, yes, (laughs) mildly some crazy shit, yes
1: yeah yeah I, re- I still remember the first show I re- I still remember that first show like it was like yesterday I'm back there and throwing into this no one told me how to do nothing on production It's like you're doing this doing that you're running sound I'm over here running sound and I'm running back over here checking the cameras running back over here doing this and it just it was hectic and then I finally was like okay I'm gonna have to learn this on my own so I had to actually Damn, man. I
0: just came here to film today but yeah, I don't know what all this is. Yeah. <laughs> All right. yeah, I pretty much. That's yeah, one of those things they throw you to the wolves. To these kind of indie shows. Like, Good luck.
1: Yeah, yeah, that was my that was my experience there. And the one thing that sticked out of that show was that how fast the card changed. Anything can happen. I didn't realize that. And then you right. and the Green Bandit. Came out and I had there was no music for you guys, I had to put that in uh, on post production. <laughs>
0: yeah, I, honest to God, I'm, I didn't even remember there was any music for me until you just reminded me that because yeah, all I've remembered is seeing the uh, post production because it's just one of those memories you try to bury in the back of your head. And, uh, <laughs> but it's it's all right, it's, it's <laughs> one of those fun to look back at kind of days.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, because what stuck out was you because watching you right there on the monitor and watching you. Just work in the ring. I'm like, wow. I was like, who is this guy? And I asked, I asked uh, Thumper Chapman. I'm like, who is that guy? He's like, oh, that's Christian Mills. And I was like, really? I was like, man, he's. I love that match he did. And he told me how long you were in the business. I'm like, no freaking way. I was like, you moved. Like you've been doing it forever. You've been in the ring doing it forever, man.
0: Uh, so that was the one thing like honestly because that was back in january of this year so that was it's like been a whole year now at this point so like in this year like i told you earlier like i feel like i gained my most experience and where i've had some of my best matches that i've had yet but honestly that's how it's always gonna go away i i feel like honestly each match you should always feel like that was your favorite match or that was one of your best matches because you should always be striving to improve and do better but uh and that's how i always took it at cfwe I was always trying to do better but honestly before that it was like i was doing bookings here with like uh local pro and a uh, little hearing things there but like it wasn't any like i didn't have any regular stays at any main promotions here in florida yet uh cfwe i actually would say was my first one besides local pro wrestling that was my first main stay on the indie scene and i definitely feel like i got to develop a lot there and it was like honestly it was really fun but like yeah that first show that was a a lot of hectic it's a lot of changes and then green bandit oh yeah (laughs) that was a good one there but no I definitely do appreciate that I definitely feel like I gained a lot of experience after that so I mean I definitely appreciate that you admired that then about me so
1: (laughs) yeah I just just was just was it familiar with a lot of the talent? Uh, I think I was the only person I was familiar with was Venom because of uh, me going to knockout wrestling shows and talking with him. And I he was pretty much one of the only workers I knew. And uh, maybe Bone Ch-
0: Crusher. I think Rome Crusher was on that show too. Yeah. Are oh, not from familiar- Oh yeah. Okay.
1: Okay. Yeah. 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 Him and Venom were in the main event for the uh, heavyweight title to crown the first uh, CFW heavyweight champion. Mm-hmm.
0: And that was uh, that was a good one there.
1: Yeah, yeah, that 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 was, and I pretty much also was familiar with uh, Jay Murder because I, I watched some of his matches, but getting to see it like live, like there, it was just that Fatal Five Way was just great.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh yeah, with Cruiser, yeah, that was that was, a, that was a good one there. I definitely watched that one back. Yeah, now, that's definitely the interesting thing about CFW. That was one of the main places. After every show, I'd always definitely watch all the matches back on because i always try to have the best match on any show i'm on so i always like to see what other
1: people did and how they did yeah yeah it's always good because that's one of the things that a lot of uh, old school talent used to do. go back and watch watch tape and it i admire you for that going back watching tape watching yourself to better yourself it's like what can i do different here what can i do here and then just watching that and just being a student and learning you know at the same time and stuff
0: exactly and so yeah i'm still really young and so i definitely always am wanting to find my ways to improve and just find these little nicks and kinks that i can do differently and just find these different ways to do things and get into them and you know it's 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 an art you know
1: yeah yeah it definitely is it definitely is when when you first started wrestling i mean watching wrestling how how old were you and who who caught your eye when you first started watching wrestling
0: i was probably nine or ten uh the first person that i had seen on tv i very vividly remember uh started watching was I. we were just flipping through and it was an episode of raw that came on it just caught my eye and uh I, th- I think John Cena had uh, Batista picked up and it was right when he uh, attitude adjusted them off of a car or whatever they showed a replay of that. And I, I, but it caught my eye. It's like really cool seeing something like that. My dad explained pro wrestling to me and how he like uh, watched it when he was a kid and everything. So it just became a regular thing. We started watching. So I think that was around 2009, 2010. But the main guys that really had caught my eye after started looking into pro wrestling was like Jeff Hardy. That was always guy because like after i started watching a little bit there i found out like maybe a few months after about tna because uh the thing was like i had actually already had these wwe games at this point in time but i had never watched wwe so i I was a little familiar with like like some of the people and like obviously i went to school and like back then like I always see people with like you know John Cena Triple H or like an edge t-shirt something like that you would always see those little faces on there right. and uh, so I was familiar with some of the names and some of the faces but like I wasn't that like familiar with it there but like that was definitely the time I started watching it and started getting into like uh, TNA and that was I don't know a lot of people shitted on that time at TNA but that, those are mm-hmm. my favorite times is looking back when Hogan and Bischoff and uh, bad Jeff Hardy being all the Charismatic enigma turning into the antichrist of professional wrestling. Like I, I love that. That was my favorite. Those kind of times there. Uh, but uh, yeah, that's definitely what caught my eye. That kind of stuff. And uh, homicide was my other one that I always uh, had noticed as well. Him and LAX. I was like watching them.
1: Oh yeah, yeah! When TNA first started out there, man, that that was great. The Asylum years—they called it right oh, there.
0: There's that, yeah. so many. Yeah, they had a lot of good times. Like they definitely had their ups and downs, and like right now they're they're you know they're kind of like on their up and up patches here and there. Like you know they're just bringing like Minoru Suzuki and everything like that, and like a lot of like good faces. So like it's. You know it's looking good for them again like i'm really look, looking at the aspect because like, that was always one of the places i strived to want to go when i was younger i was like man i want to get in there and wrestle mr Anderson and jeff hardy like those are those are my guys man like i still like have those kind of aspirations to wrestle some of these guys one day you know it'd be cool but like you know i'm just seeing what happens with time and TNA and everything in general
1: yeah yeah it that that was a really great time and yeah uh with the, the cena and batista feud having that having that feud there and stuff and uh that was probably about the time when batista was like he was like i'm gonna quit he's in the wheelchair yeah. i'm gonna quit I
0: vividly, vividly remember <laughs> that it was like i think Bret hart was doing the gm gimmick at the time and everything they were always having like the Special GMs, and that was a little bit after they started. Actually, they started doing the anonymous GM stuff afterwards too. And uh, good times, good times. Uh, but yeah, I definitely vividly remember because he's shaking in the thing, spitting all over the mic. Oh, I'll quit and, and started his little Hollywood career. Yeah, good for him. I definitely, I, I can't knock him on that. That is definitely the uh, seems to be the good move.
1: Oh yeah, like I only,
0: mean, only do this so long, you know.
1: Yeah, why why would he need to come back to wrestling? I mean, he re, he officially retired back at the, I think it was like WrestleMania 30, 35, 36, somewhere in there, and he officially yeah. got, like retired. But I mean, he look look at his movie career, man. Look at the movies he's been in, man.
0: Yeah, those movies those paid him a, a lot more than wrestling. I mean, no, not wrestling. It's fun. It's great. It's like, it's its own form of entertainment. But like.
1: Box office bills, you know. But those, oh yeah, those pay the bills. Those pay the bills. Oh yeah, yeah. And even being a villain in a James Bond movie, how how awesome is that to be a villain going up against James Bond, man? (laughs) Yeah,
0: you don't get to do all. Average person doesn't get to do.
1: No, no, no. Only a certain certain person, certain character gets those roles, and he nailed it with with doing that and playing the villain in uh, James Bond and I've I, I love him in Guardians of the Galaxy Drax <laughs> I just love him, yeah. man <laughs> they're definitely good i say so, yeah, I definitely like those ones oh yeah yeah I definitely definitely do when after after being exposed and then following TNA and and Jeff Hardy and Homicide when did you really decide you're like I wanna do this. I wanna get in the ring and do what they're doing. What when when did you really decide that on yourself that you wanted to do that?
0: It honestly wasn't until much later. So I mean at that age I was already like doing reckless stuff in terms of like like we had like a remodeled basement. So like we had just like all our extra furniture down there and all this, and our, just this whole, like it was this extra living room essentially down there. And I would completely take the couches apart, stack them on top of each other and then lay all the cushions on the floor and jump off of it and do my swanton bombs and my three fifties and trying to just master them and do all that then. So like, I didn't actually like realistically being like, this is what I'm going to do. Like it was just like something I was just, you know, like, you just want to be cool and be like your favorite characters on TV. So it all just like it didn't really click for me until I was probably just getting out of high school. I was like about like seventeen, eighteen, about to graduate, and I had thought like that was something I was really like wanting to do. Like my whole goal behind it is kind of like to do like a uh, Triple H, not Triple H because he didn't do it very well, but a John Cena, Rock, Batista kind of move where I I do my wrestling for you know however long i do it and get everything out of it i can and then eventually you know looking to moving in to movies because that's always what i did when i was younger was acting in theater and stuff like that that's what i always liked doing i started that when i was like maybe five so i've always done that and i did that all through high school and all my life that's just something i was inspired so like i guess that that was the way i looked at it was that i was like i feel like wrestling would be a good start and get eyes on me and on like a platform because i mean Yeah, there's a lot of people that want to be a wrestler but there's a lot more people that want to be an actor and uh like so i mean however i had to do it and it was something i was passionate about and something i felt like i could be good at so i just went for it and decided to start saving up right when i got out of high school saved up for a good year to pay off a whole uh, lifetime tuition at a wrestling school and went from there
1: nice nice what what was your what was your first match like and who who did you face in the ring when you had your first match after getting out of uh getting out of school what who did you go up against
0: so that's actually kind of a hard one to remember because when i was at the school the school i was at they put on their own shows or whatever so like for me i actually remember like the first match match i had was there it was against brian atomic but uh, outside, once I finally did uh, like doing outside of uh, the school bookings, I think my first one was probably against like maybe Sam C uh, or someone like that. Um, but yeah, in terms of just our first match, match that I like actually like remember well and like just like the nerves and everything because I, I'm, I'm sure like that's what it's all referring to is just like the nerves and how it all felt. And that's what it was like that first show you go out there for they sent us out there with no music. It was quiet. And the people don't know who we are. We're just three random people. Even the refs, they didn't know who the ref was. They didn't know who the two wrestlers were. <laughs> In fact, one of the wrestlers was one of the refs that were on the, the ref, like the last show they came to. So like, I never did that phase. I never had my ref phase. I've literally only refed one match ever. And I don't even think there's video footage of it. So, uh, <laughs> no it's just uh, with that it was definitely very nerve-wracking just getting out there and just, just be like all right here we are this is us just being out here but like at the same time it was just with my theater stuff i was just pretty comfortable just ignore the people do what you're doing in here they're here to see you i don't have to focus on you i'm here for me like this is i'm paid to be here this is i'm doing this you're here like yeah now it's like i have different mindsets of how i go into it but like that's how i was just focusing on like just worry about this worry about the here and the now don't worry about what these people are saying don't worry about what they're thinking because they're gonna like they're gonna chant whatever like uh i remember when the first like Insults—the first chance I was getting was like Chicken Little. they were like, "Come on, Chicken Little, let's go!" So, like, I—I I, I definitely remember that one. I was like, "Oh, no, not
1: Chicken Little, no!"
0: So, but like, but uh, no, so it was—it was all right. Well, it didn't go too bad. There wasn't any of those bad like spots where you're just standing there not knowing what to do. Like, it, it flowed, it went, and it happened. You know, there was—it's. I definitely definitely better now but yeah it, it, it was i waited a while before i had my first match i wasn't one of the people that were there for a month and i was like i have gear i'm ready to go put me on a show coach i waited until i had the gear i wanted and then like had the ability that i was comfortable with to go in there and i felt like i waited a proper amount of time
1: that's that's good that's good you you took your time to get into it and when once you did you you pretty much you pretty much took off there and how was it how was it at that time after getting out and getting getting booked on book, booked on shows was that was that easy for you or was that hard for you to try to like pitch to a promoter it's like hey yeah, this i'm christian mills i'm this age and i've done this uh you know how how'd that go about for you
0: <laughs> very hard it was very hard <laughs> to first uh start that because like i mean you know I, I i don't keep it a secret like it's not a secret of the school i came from i was uh, trained at the team vision dojo and you know everyone does with that information as you will but uh with that there was opportunities that were kind of held down for me because of where you come from and uh all of that but you know i don't like try to indulge on that like i I didn't focus on that, what I wanted to do. I wanted people to see my ability and just see what I was capable of and just focus on that because that's all that matters is what I'm here doing, what I'm able to do. Like, this is, this is what I'm bringing to the table. This is what me, this is, I'm, that's all I'm here advocating for myself. I'm not here being like, Hey, bring these guys in do this. This is my guys from this school, or this is my coach here. Like, I want to do this. Like my coach is like, no, I just like, you know, this is just coming here and like just vouching for myself and like it was one of those things that's like just because you know it's when you're that new like i've been working this long and so and so the first thing they're always asking is where were you trained from and this and that and like let me see some of your recent matches and when you're sending them recent matches and they see where it's at and whatever you know it's like some places are gonna just not even acknowledge you so it's one of those things like it's been over time where i have quickly but slowly but surely i should say uh got on uh just about almost everywhere in florida i think there's pretty much about maybe three or four promotions that i haven't been on yet but for all the mainstay promotions here in florida i've pretty much hit them all by now um you know it it took some time to get there but i mean eventually like i've kind of earned some respect here and there
1: yeah yeah i would i would say that it's hard starting out though but once that ball starts going you're able to actually jump get get booked uh, on a match well, you know it,
0: oh it's always about who you know that's all it's always what it is uh, mm-hmm. so, Yeah. like it's like if i would have came from somewhere else like trust me like if i would have been training at nightmare factor i probably would have had like four or seven matches on dark by now like i might be regular stay on there like or if he came from like ccw i might be all over down there or something it all just depends on who you know like who the hands are shake. First and
1: whatnot, and who we eventually get to meet. So yeah, you know, it's all about connections, and eventually, you know. Oh, about- yeah, yeah. And being it, being it with you being at WWE, you uh, developed a. Uh, well, he took you underneath his wing, Thump Dupree. How yeah. how's that? How's that been? Actually, learning and uh picking his mind with the wrestling business. How how's that been for you?
0: it's been really great because i mean i've really been surrounded by like a lot of good minds to like uh just like give me a lot of good influence for the business like i was uh, very close to like Larry Zabisco for a while so he always like would critique my matches and critique a lot of the things i was doing like he was always at the school so he would like i'd always want his input and try extra hard for him and like i would i'd always do the same with Thump Dupree like i'd always want like his feedback, you know, like see what he hears. Like I'm not gonna pass for him and bug him, like, cause I know how he has so many other people that do the same thing. It's like I'll hear it eventually. Like, how was the match? Like, I mean, I just want to know if it was good or bad. Like, if there, if it was a stinker, tell me. Like, I mean, but it was. It's definitely been really great. I mean, he's an interesting car ride. Uh, but uh, I've I've uh, heard he just 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 an just a interesting character all around. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's a guy. He's a good good guy. Yeah, definitely. He's been a really great mentor to have around, and definitely couldn't imagine having anybody else like leading the way right now. Like, it's been really great.
1: Yeah, Thump Thump Dupree. He's he's really good. I just listen to him, you know, you know, with stories and stuff. And he he is a great car ride car ride because I've taken him a few times to a CFWE show, and everyone's of schools nope <laughs> i
0: never did. never never dead silence in that car there will we have no. something to talk about
1: except one time christian he was when he rode back with me i think it was that the august or september show he was so, so riding tired back
0: it, riding huh? back is a different story <laughs> so yeah. riding back, riding there is that's the one ride. riding back is uh <laughs> That's that's the thump you get.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I'm sitting there. I'm looking over, and I'm anxious just for the hell of it. Just kind of hit the brakes real quick. (laughs) It doesn't doesn't
0: work much. I, I try. I'll hit every pothole. I'll hit every swerve and turn and slow down and hit it. And he's just bobbing and weaving in my car. But, like, the thing is, my car is a little more compact. So, like, he's, like... All over me when he's knocked out. Sometimes like, it, it's good. I know. Uh, I know he's had a long day. Sometimes like, a lot of people bother him and ask him a lot of stupid questions. So
1: oh yeah, um, I, yeah. I, I let him be. Yeah his his phone blows up like crazy, man. Have have you been? You know when you're riding when he's riding with you. You know he's like on the phone just he's talking and then I just phone call, was... phone call.
0: <laughs> Amount of stupid phone calls I have heard. Yes, I'm not gonna get into that. Cause that's not my business. Yeah. More phone calls I have heard and haven't heard, but a lot of interesting
1: ones. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He's he's like he was on the he was talking with me, and then he's like, "Hold on," and he's like, "Hey, you know," and get on the call there, and I'm driving, and it finally he gets off. He's like, "Life of being a booker." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he yeah. He definitely, he definitely is. You've, you know, going like talking about different promotions, what promotions have you worked for here in the last, in the last um, year, couple years, what promotions have you been in?
0: So I have been at, uh, let's see here. Let's start off for CFWE. Uh, I was at uh, Knockout, let's say local pro wrestling, uh, division pro wrestling, uh, FEW, uh what was the other one there i just recently uh worked for atomic wrestling uh got um i think there's probably like maybe one or two more but uh i just can't remember uh but i know there's like uh, shadow pro wrestling and uh, um there's always a couple more that you try to remember but uh there's like a few other little things that popped up here and there that were just like kind of one-offs uh, but like uh, pro wrestling resurrected is another place that's about to come up in Florida soon, which will be another place I pop up, and then uh, EGCW is another place that I've uh, had a few appearances at, and then I'll be making another return to coming up in January as well. So uh, yeah, I'm besides that, I can't really think of uh, any other ones. But I mean, I'm I'm sure I'm missing some something, and that I'm going to hear about in the comments or someone's going to message like, me. How could you forget us? <laughs> 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 I'm, like, I'm i'm so sorry And like I, i'm trying to remember the ccws the fews the wwe's the cco there's a lot of letters to remember
1: oh yeah yeah there's a lot, of, a lot of abbreviations to remember with a lot of a lot of the uh promotions and stuff uh you said uh arw i've been watching arw man damn You've had some, you had some pretty good matches, man. And what, what, I've been seeing you do in the ring because I was like, because every time I see you in the ring, I think back when I first seen you in CWE and how far you've come. And it's just you out of out of nowhere, you'll pull out a spot, and it's like, whoa, didn't see that coming, man. <laughs> I definitely,
0: definitely do appreciate that. That that's kind of do what I I strive for because I kind of I try to keep everything very moderate, but like cool moderate. Like I don't want to oversaturate an audience. That's always my goal. Is I don't want to give them too much of a good thing because it's like you don't know what you're supposed to like. I mean like i like to do different cool things and i mean sometimes i'll do a match and i won't won't do anything cool my everything that i'm i'll just work me i'll just do me and just do whatever chain wrestling some people i'll get to the back someone's like dude that movie did out there that was really cool i'm like i was just wrestling man it was just wrestling yeah Uh, it wasn't even a spot but no i say that's definitely why i try to keep it different at least a little bit
1: yeah, I I like I like some of the stuff that you pulled out um when you were doing the Fatal Four way matches CFWE there when especially when you had that match with um Dante the Dragon Steel, Jerry Swirls, um El Guapo and uh, yourself there, man. <laughs> that was El yeah, Guapo. Guapo. Yeah,
0: those, those are interesting times. Uh, yeah, no, that was a fun four way, um let's say the least. Um you know all that matters is I won, so we can leave it at that, but uh, yeah, no, it was all right. Uh, you know, they were definitely uh, definitely would like to work uh Dante and Jerry again one day, um Polly Guapo. he can go to hell, but um yeah, no uh those those were nice, those were nice,
1: yeah, yeah, and yeah. and with um ARW, you were in the tag matcher against the um the only fans. It yeah, only that cams. Yeah. Only cams. Yeah.
0: Yeah, the only was, cams. Yeah, that yeah. was that was, a, that was definitely a, that was a fun match. Yeah, that was I definitely pulled some different little things out there, trying some different things. That was one of the bigger audiences I've competed in front of. Yeah, so that was a fun opportunity that I definitely appreciate. Uh, Jason Dugan and uh, Alex Red for giving me that opportunity there. I definitely strive to be back there eventually. it was Fun match, fun match. Not much to complain about. Definitely wish I would have beaten them, but, you know, just came up a little short, but, you know, it is all right. Uh, Maybe next time.
1: Take a quick break, and when we come back, we'll dive more into the conversation right here. But first, there's a couple things I do want to mention. Keep up with the latest shows and content from Podcast City Network over on podcastcity.net. Follow them on Facebook.com slash Podcast City Network. Twitter at Podcast City Net. Subscribe to our YouTube channel, Podcast City Network. On Twitch, Podcast City Network. Podcast City Network, the top source for independent podcasting. Be creative. Be yourself. Whether it's a sticker for your car, a t-shirt for that special someone, or a neck guarded to keep safe during COVID-19, Podcasting Network has you covered. Grab the latest PCN gear today at podcastcity.net slash shop to show your support for your favorite show or shows from Podcasting Network today. Want to start a podcast trying to grow your current show? podcast City network is here to help we currently offer services for social media advertising marketing live stream hosting custom logo design and branding transcript services custom intro and outro videos audio video editing press kits one-on-one consultants, and much more so don't wait contact us today podcastc.net slash services over to the website, fill out the form, get in contact with Podcast City Network. Have you ever wanted to start a podcast but didn't know how? Do you already have a podcast but you don't know how to grow it? Are you trying to find ways to make your podcast profitable? You can learn how to do it here at Podcast City Network. We offer consultant services, tutorial classes to help with learning, to better expand your knowledge, to grow your show. We also give access to our network of shows to help with cross promotions, guests and overall reach while becoming a part of our ever expanding PCN community based on people helping people. The best part is no membership fee. So what are you waiting for? Fill out the contact form below right here over on podcastcity.net slash join now and sign up today. Podcast C Network, your top source for independent podcasting. Be creative, be yourself. You're listening to the
0: Everett Lee Show.
1: Few weeks ago i was at uh, knockout resolution there and i did see your match against um gus money am i saying that yeah. correctly yeah
0: yep, yeah guessing.
1: hell hell of a match man hell hell of a match there especially i like i like how the flow of the match went with the yeah. chain wrestling to <laughs> some good um you know some you know spots here and there but the one spot that got me was uh when you sprung board off the off the rope stair and you got a hold of gus and right into a german suplex i'm like holy shit man
0: <laughs> oh yeah oh I, I actually haven't even watched that match back yet i haven't gotten the footage yet so i i i remember some of the things here and there but yeah that was one of the things i do remember i thought that would it was a pretty cool little thing there. I tried to do a little different things. I mean, I don't know, when people see a springboard, they're expecting like, oh, uh, drunk kids closing something like, you know, they're expecting you to hit something as soon as you, you're landing, you know what I mean? Like you're diving into something. So I just try to do a little different bait and switches, little different things here and there. So trick the mind up. you know? Yeah, but yeah, that was actually originally I was gonna go for a uh, full Nelson uh, suplex or like I usually do, or I think it's dragon, but yeah, you know, yeah, German works too.
1: Yeah, yeah, it certainly did. <laughs> it certainly did, man. It did. And Gus, man, he's he's pretty tough opponent in the ring.
0: Hell of an opponent. Hell of an opponent. Cannot complain. Definitely, maybe run it back with him again. I I don't like the way it ended. Uh, like I mean. Definitely, uh, we, we had a good back and forth match and then for it to end with a no contest. I mean, we both kind of busted our asses right there and, you know, I fucking hit my neck and my head a little bit and I'm sure he busted up a little bit. I didn't even get a chance to talk to him. He was already being helped in the back and everything. So didn't really get a chance to talk to him, but, you know, I, I you know, hope he's okay, but I still would like to officially beat him one day, but we'll see what happens.
1: Yeah, definitely definitely i i would i would definitely like to see round two of that one right there definitely would because that was that was a good show that was a good show the main event was great with um great main event oh god yeah with Angus
0: um, and brian idol yeah, yeah that was a can't forget that one that was those were great guys Those <laughs> great minds of the business
1: i was sitting in over on the on the production over next to uh, Thump and uh, Drake Xavier on commentary. And damn, I thought they were about to come over our way and tear up the, uh, tear up the <laughs> section over there. <laughs> Please don't
0: thumb us over expensive equipment.
1: <laughs> yeah, Thumper, Thumper Chapman's equipment. Don't tear it up. <laughs> uh-huh. oh, yeah.
0: Yeah. You son of a bitch! You broke my shit. <laughs> 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 no, I can, I can already imagine the speech you made Now you're gonna have you're gonna have to pay for all that. <laughs> uh-uh. <laughs> well, that was my chair too. <laughs> I'm already, I was waiting on that one. So please don't break don't break this. Down.
1: <laughs> so, what um what the hell is it with that with him, man? him always uh, saying that his dick's bigger than yours <laughs> uh, i gotta oh, bring no,
0: that no. up. The, the, the saying the saying goes is my, my dick is bigger than christian mills not that dick's bigger than mine it's just <laughs> his his dick is bigger than me as a person apparently <laughs> and i have never asked for proof because i do not care for proof <laughs> but let him have his little stain, i'll let him have his t-shirts he gave me a T-shirt. I'll let him have it. It's fine. Uh, I let it. I let it be. I was hoping if I didn't embrace it or didn't fight it too hard, it would just disappear. But it has just slowly morphed into its own thing. It just, <laughs> yeah, it's just. A, it's just. A, it's a saying. Yeah. It's yeah. A catchphrase. Got. Got to keep it.
1: All right. <laughs> it's popped up it's popped up on the uh, king and queen of v- trash talked virtual meme experience yeah
0: i saw i saw, I saw that <laughs> uh, you sent me that version the one that popped up before and i did not think it was going to make its way on my i was like you guys can, you guys can post it no, no, don't post it don't post it um, but uh, <laughs> no, it made its way it made its yep. way
1: Yep, yeah, I was I was talking to I was talking to Thumper about it, and uh, and uh, pretty much uh, it was like, okay, we need to fill in some spots here, some breaks, and it was perfect for the breaks that we needed to do it there, and so it was like, what are we gonna fill in? It was like. We've already went this far over to this direction with this shit. Slip, let's, let's throw it all to the fan.
0: All of it. Let's just go for it. See what happens. See if anything sticks.
1: What the hell did you think about that, man, seeing how that turned out that way?
0: That was it it turned out way better after you put it together. I liked it after you did your touch. It was uh oh, it was interesting. Yeah. It was definitely interesting I I think it it had the potential to be something really cool and it could it, I think it, I think it still was for what it what it came out to be after everything was all said and done everything's put together I liked it I, I think it was fine and it was worth it in the end but uh when I was there watching I was like man this is not what I thought I was getting to. Interesting. <laughs> A lot of and I, am, I was ready to wrestle let me just say that I nights like that when it's show started that late, I am ready to Wrestle and go home. Yeah, I, I, I'm a working guy. I have usually worked that day and I work the next day, so I'm like, let's get her show on. Yeah,
1: get her it, going. it sounded good on paper because when we all talked about it, it's like, okay, this is going to be great. So when it came out there, when it came time to do it, it was afterwards. It's like, no, nah, man, don't even put that out. It's like, what are you yeah. talking about? It's like, don't even put that out. And I went back and watched the footage. I'm like man this needs something and of course the story was Jerry Jerry Bogle came over and we we're sitting there watching TV one night on Pluto TV and we're flipping through the channel there and all of a sudden there's blind date and Jerry's like in his English accent what the f-? What the fuck is this shit I said blind date man You never seen this No what is it And then we're watching it And all the stuff popping up And he's dying laughing And he's like Oh man I felt bad for that fucking wank there. You know, Just going on and on He's Just dying laughing And he's like you get the footage I was like yeah And he's like send me some of it Okay so I send it to him And then a few weeks later He sends it back And he's like added stuff And he's like can you add more to this? I'm like, yeah, what do you have in mind? (laughs) And he sent me all this like animation. He's like a whole thing. And he's like, pick whatever. So I've going through like, (laughs) like footage and footage and footage of like green screen effects and memes and everything. And I'm like, what the hell, where do you find this stuff? And I just threw some stuff there and I sent it back and he was like, Cheers and that's all he said I'm like is that good or bad you know and then <laughs> I'm like okay and then he, and then he sends it back to me and then he's like touch it up so I went through and I touched it up and boom that was pretty much it I had to do some last minute stuff there and uh, I sent it back to him and he was like cheers I'm like good or bad and he's like good I'm like alright so we Gave gave it gave it the thumper, and thumper's like, didn't hear nothing. And then, like a couple days later, he's like, "Man, that's the funniest shit I heard I ever seen." I'm like, "All right, he likes it. It's going out." (laughs) Yeah, so that's how that happened there. And I know, like, it stirred up some stuff with the with everyone in the group chat there about trash talk. It's like, well yeah they have misunderstanding.
0: Yeah. Like,
1: yeah they under they misunderstood it i don't know if you saw that like a couple of people you know got a little bit uh you know i
0: uh, <laughs> i'm in too many wrestling group chats i muted them all i'm not active in any of them i haven't set where my name's mentioned i pop in I'll okay my name's here here i am okay cool i'll respond Ha ha. goodbye and that is <laughs> like yes i am available that is the basis of my uh interactions there but no I, I always do i'll peep through and just you know see if anybody's arguing see if somebody got kicked out see who we're hating now like oh no we do not do business with that son of a bitch no more <laughs> so i'm like so i just you know gotta see you know? But yeah. um, no no but i definitely did people that i they didn't get it.
1: Yeah, they, nope. yeah, they, they didn't get it. And I, I tried to explain it best I could. And, and it's like, okay, you're just going to have to see it. And I'm just explaining it's the thump. And I showed it the thump. And he's like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> That's what he told me. He's like, what the hell is that? What do you do to this? <laughs> yeah, he looked at it. and He's like, man, he's like whatever <laughs> he's like this it, is crazy it came out good it came out good
0: like i don't think they had any complaints i mean it uh, it was a nice little configuration there i liked it it was really funny
1: oh yeah awesome. yeah it was it was it was definitely really good and one of the one of the things i mean there's still two more things that's going to be uh coming out here pretty soon i mean december december 11th the uh, yeah. best of christian mills center collections yeah, coming out how do you feel yeah. about that man
0: yeah i've been looking forward to watching that man it's like i am my biggest fan so i'm definitely <laughs> looking looking forward to watching that like I'm, they'll definitely get a few hundred views out of me at least uh, but <laughs> um, but no it's definitely going to be good i mean i definitely appreciate getting getting showcased like that it's definitely good and whatever eyes it brings it's can't complain it's always good i mean yeah any publicity is good publicity to me i don't mind oh yeah yeah ain't no such thing as publicity everyone says there is but there really isn't
1: yeah yeah especially um especially with the since this is fresh on my mind because i've been reading it here the last few days i want to bring up to, to your attention with um with WWE, AEW, WWE releasing a lot of this talent. They've released a lot of good talent too. that's yeah, I rather that they released 80 superstars this
0: year. 80. Damn! And just this year, and the year's not over. We still got a whole other month, and you know they got them Christmas cuts coming. Oh yeah, yeah. It's like monthly. We have a few more cuts, so I feel like I wouldn't be surprised if we heard something mid next month. Of Just like, hey, these four more guys, so we don't have to give them a Christmas bonus. Have a good day. <laughs> uh,
1: I know it's 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 bad. I mean, it's it's almost reminds me of the cuts they did back in the late 80s, early 90s. They did some cuts in 89, 90, they did a bunch of cuts, and people forgot about that then. But with these cuts and everything, how. When you when you hear about someone getting cut like john morrison i'm gonna throw his name out there he's fresh on my <laughs> mind for example john morrison gets cut it's like whoa i didn't didn't yeah. see that coming
0: you know yeah no he wasn't the one i was expecting uh, i mean there's like a lot of names that are like just throughout this year that you just wouldn't have expected that are now stars in other companies and doing big things or they're going to be a star in another company very soon and like that you could, the list goes on all day because, like, they're they're current. I don't know if they're current champion. Actually, yeah, some of them they might be like top two champions over there or something. Like you got like uh, Andrade, you got uh, Braun Strowman, Bray Wyatt, lots of just big names like that. They just let slip through the cracks and like yeah, like Daniel Bryan. I don't, I, th- I don't, I think he went out on his own terms there. But like There's a lot of guys that just kind of like how do you lose this guy. And like, I was reading somewhere by, uh, February of next year, like you have like guys like Kevin Owens, Sammy Zang and Johnny Gargano. And, um, I think there was somebody else that, uh, their contracts all expired in February of next year. And it's like, are they going to resign? Like, like, those are some names to be losing there. And it's like, I don't know if they just brought back Morrison. And that was like, it's I so know. kind of surprising to see him go. I was like, Johnny drifted Come on. What's what's happening. I was like where are, you, where are you going but no i mean it'll just be one of those things like i mean everyone sees all these releases like oh how could they do this but like i'm i'm kind of excited i mean the indies are going to thrive again i mean like the indies have been kind of they got kind of like scraped of all of their talent like then there's like big guys out here but like back in the day back in like uh 2017-18 you had like uh the pwg over in um uh california that they always had like guys out there the like you had lucha bros you had young Bucks, you had uh, all these unsigned guys that were still out there all the time and like the list goes on for that one because everybody and their mama has been over there oh but yeah it lived, like like, yeah. like there's so many guys but like, like those were just our normal like indie guys with like riddle and ricochet and everybody that was just like always like out on the indies you'd see like keith lee and all these guys that were just like your staples of indie scenes and then like fast forward to uh, 2021 or whatever it is um like and like everybody signed to a contract everybody has these dealing like you know aw has like their like Stick where they'll let you go and take these outside bookings, but they're still like signed talents. So you're not going to see them pop up on these little indie scenes like that. Like they're when you're signed like that, someone has to pay big bucks to get you there. You're not just a normal indie guy.
1: Oh yeah. So. Yeah, for it's example, boring. for example, you said you said uh, a lot of the talent uh, that's able to go out for AEW and do stuff. Uh, Defy Wrestling, one of my favorite promotions out of Seattle. I love watching Defy Wrestling. <laughs> Eddie Kingston's going to be doing a doing a show uh, I think for he's doing something. Uh, I know John Moxley was going to be doing something before um, he went into rehab. He was going to do yeah. an angle on Defy. I was looking forward to that, man. <laughs> i was yeah. yeah 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 they
0: definitely do good stuff over there i said definitely like watching some other stuff that's where actually i was like uh, kind of like how i came familiar with like eddie kingston and stuff like that so i'll just really cool well
1: oh, i love i love eddie kingston man you know what i love I, I i love his work in the ring but i really love his commentary <laughs> die laughing with oh yeah commentary. no I,
0: I definitely i would i think he's way better on the stick I definitely think he's really good on the stick. Uh, yeah. Any sort of mic, uh, put a mic in front of him, whether it's on commentary in the ring, he's really good. I definitely think he has really great mic skills and character work with
1: that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's 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 great. And I, I started gravitating towards more him when he started showing up at Moxley and stuff. I'm like, Eddie Kingston. And then I started looking back at some stuff with promotions. I'm like... Dude, I love this guy, and then hearing him on the on the stake, I'm like, this is even better. And I love that match he had with CM Punk at Full Gear.
0: Yeah, that was that was a very good match. Uh, that was one of the only times you you'll hear Punk getting booed like that, just because people were liking Kingston that much. I was like, it was it was good. I was that was really good stuff. And like, I mean, I just really like everything that's going on with Punk. I'm I was always one of the big CM Punk fans when I was younger, so it's just nice seeing him come back. You're like, I mean it was one of those things that people were like oh it's not happening but like, hey, here it is just it's a normal thing and now I don't know how people just pretend that's normal like I'm yeah. like bro slime punk is back bro that's that's <laughs> cool it's something for people to mark out on again you know it's like i don't mark out for anything like i'm i mean, i do not even mark out for that it's cool but i mean like it's one of those things like i was like come on pop guys
1: it is it is and <laughs> and you figured figured eventually he'd be going back to WWE, but no, it's AEW, and he pretty much he thought it out before he did because this was in the works for like almost two years because he he uh-huh. has to look at everything at all angles, and if he's a hundred percent sure, he's gonna do it. If he's oh yeah, not, he waited, he waited. Yeah, I think he did That's the smart thing
0: yeah yep. that was perfect he didn't just jump back into going back to w hating it again and then never doing it again like, I mean, he waited until there was a whole new fish in the sea and just tried it out it was it worked out pretty well it's been going pretty good and i'm really looking forward to the kind of stuff that guys like him and brian and park and andrade are doing over there like i mean definitely definitely some of the guys i watch there
1: oh yeah so. yeah I like I like Jungle Boy, I like Darby Allen. I like Darby Allen because he has Sting with him and I I grew up watching Sting. Sting's always been my been my guy even in WCW days, man, with him and Flair having hell of a matches and when he did the crow look. I love that. Sting just showing up out the raptors, coming down, feuding with the NWO. I love that. Still
0: blows my blows my mind and blows my dad mind that he still wrestles. I mean, he's not doing a whole lot right now, but I mean he's still he's still wrestling, like he's still doing it. But like, I mean it's like damn, it's like man, we could have got that Undertaker sting match, man. We could have gotten that.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. There was there is another opportunity that uh WWE messed up years ago. I, I don't know if you remember this. Remember when uh Nature Boy Ric Flair first showed up in ninety two in WWE after he left WCW there? Yep. Yep. Hulk Hogan was the biggest guy at the time. Yeah, they, they could have done that. Yeah, they they messed it up, but they actually WCW capitalized on it because in '94, when Hogan got back in the mm-hmm. wrestling, he went to WCW. They they had Hogan versus Flair. The match she everyone wanted to see. The, yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they were first one on that one match. Sure everybody wanted to see. It. I mean, not on not exactly where they wanted to see that, but they're like, all right, whatever. It's here. Here we go.
1: Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, they they definitely got that. I'd have to say my favorite mo- like like modern match with Sting was when he did it um, WrestleMania 31 when he wrestled against Triple H. He had DX versus NWO. <laughs> that was, that was my- pretty
0: cool. It was that was one of those ones. You're like, oh man, people, bookers being too high on themselves. I yeah. like, that, that that that's where Sting should've should've got
1: that bag. Yeah. Should have got that.
0: Uh, yeah. Well just, you know, is what it is. I wanna work for these places one day, so I'm not gonna say nothing bad.
1: <laughs> <laughs> now talking about working in one of these places one day, <clears throat> who would you eventually one day like to step in a ring with? Who who the who the who would you see right across from you in a ring? who do you picture and you actually, your dream match, who who would that be?
0: When I was just wanting to become a wrestler, I guess my dream match was always like Jeff Hardy, but in a realistic like form of like soon in like the near future or like, you know, maybe even like a one day kind of thing. It's like, I mean, I I don't necessarily see that coming. Like, I mean, I, th- I think he probably has a few more years left and I don't think there's gonna be a thing that's gonna line up like that in time. But like for a realistic time period, I think a guy that like, I definitely could see myself like being across the ring against. And I, I hear it pretty often is uh, Darby Allen. I I definitely would think that would probably be the match that would probably like, I definitely would like to have. And I definitely could see that as a possibility if he doesn't kill himself before (laughs) we get to do it, I was like, definitely that that's definitely the one I hear a lot. And then, uh, I guess another one would probably be like Andrade, just because like I really admire his work. And like, I definitely think I could do some magic there. And then, you know, and if shit, and if we're just, you know, shoehorning like dream matches there, I guess Mysterio would be the other last guy while he still has like a few years of still doing his thing here. Like, I mean, just, I, I really just respect like really good, like, technique and wrestling and just being able to do these cool things but not having to do them all the time
1: right so all just depends yeah yeah on andrade and johnny gargano they had a hell of a match man from uh nxt that that match mm-hmm. when i see him i still think of that match to this day
0: yeah they definitely had a really good match, the match that i always think about is like this just the classic Matches that Andrade was putting on with Mysterio, they just were doing them on Raw, like, and the SmackDown, like, they just put them on. Like, that was for like a few month feud that they were doing, and every single match was like better than the last, and it was really good. And it was like, I was like, damn, how they just come up with some of this? It's, it's really great.
1: Yeah, I I liked a lot of the uh, Lucha Libre matches, man. I was watching Defy Wrestling. I was watching. Um, remember La Parka? Remember him? Oh yeah, of course. yeah, of course. Yeah, him and his I son watched a lot of MLw him and his son went up and did a match um, I'm trying to remember off the top of my head who <laughs> it was against oh, in <laughs> Defy five wrestling dude they tore the house down with that tag match man <laughs> it was great
0: oh yeah I like, he's still I, I, I still watched him in uh, MLw for quite a while i was yeah, he was he was definitely a good little thing over there so that's that's definitely one of the promotions i like to keep my eye out on oh yeah a lot of cool things yeah yeah
1: MLw yeah yeah, I I remember my nephew went to went to an MLW show here out in Orlando, and his friend was with him. And during the match, he sent me a video. Um, his friend got the staple gun and got the staple some dude in, in the head.
0: That <laughs> was, uh, was it during a Jimmy Haddock match. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I remember, I remember that. I think I was, I think I was literally there that show because that yeah. was when they were we right like, guilt and everything at my club man. Come down here. It was, it was fun. Yeah. Definitely. There was some good stuff
1: there. Oh yeah. yeah. Good
0: a good at least a good memory to bring up with Jimmy you know. <laughs> <So.
1: laughs> God rest his soul, man. Um well one one last thing I do wanna wanna ask you, because we're about to wrap it up here, is um the year's almost over. <laughs> We got, what, one more month uh, for 2020. What What's going to be happening with the center Christian Mills at the end of this year, and what should people look forward to with you for 2022?
0: I mean, in terms of the end of this year, I think the main thing to watch out for is going to be the best of center collection. I definitely think that's going to be something people should keep their eye out on, just because I, I would like a lot of people to see the progress that was made for me as well. I mean, even if they skip past the first one, (laughs) it's okay, it's great after that. Like, I mean, uh, I definitely had a really great time there. And like, I definitely think that would be something that people should keep their eye out on and see the progress there. Um, In terms of other stuff I got going on, I mean, definitely just always be keeping an eye out because I'm always promoting my shows. I try to always cut a promo for whatever show I'm on. I mean, I hear a lot of good things about a lot of my promo stuff so i always try to like keep them up and keep them going just to give that content there uh, but in terms of that i on december 11th i have like uh, knockout pro wrestling where i'll be doing a very cool match uh, they already they're going to be announcing it very soon and by the time this comes out this will be announced as well it's going to be a paper uh, act brawl between myself and john strange Uh, where the uh, loser of the match will be tased and taken out in a straitjacket. So I have no intentions of losing that match and I have no intentions of getting tased. So that will definitely be a cool match to watch out for over in Knockout Pro Wrestling on December 11th. And then, um, yeah, I mean, just always keeping up and watching out. Uh, I believe on December 4th, I'll be popping over at uh, local pro wrestling and doing some cool stuff there. But... For 2022, I'm definitely going to be keeping just as busy as well. I mean, each year I always like say like, oh, this is going to be the year. I'm just going to calm down a little bit and not do too much. I'm just maybe going to wrestle one or two shows a month and then I'll be all right, but every month I'm here, I am always working four to six shows. And it's, 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 it's fun. Uh, like I, I enjoy it. So next year is going to be, I already have a lot of, a lot of bookings already set up all the way through August of next year. So it's definitely going to be a fun year next year too. So definitely keep an eye on that. And it's going to be cool.
1: Nice. You know. Nice. Thank you, Christian for coming on here on the, uh, Everly show and, uh, where, where can people find you on social media?
0: Uh, social media, it's always going to be, uh, just the Christian mills on Instagram and then Christian mills on Facebook and, uh, Christian mills on, uh, Instagram I or not Instagram but uh, Twitter I do believe it I, I just go by the Christian Mill 777 on there or something like that and if you're ever feeling generous in your heart it's Christian Mill 777 on cash app as well so uh, plug that one as well but um uh, not nah, uh yeah no definitely um uh, most of my content's always going to be on Facebook and Instagram so always keep a look out there and then I do have a YouTube where I post some of my matches as well but you know always uh if you're ever looking to see some matches just YouTube search Christian Mills wrestling and even if it's not posted by me you'll see a lot of good content there. But yeah, definitely always good to keep an eye out there.
1: Nice. Nice. Any any last words for anyone you'll be facing in the ring here soon? I mean, you mentioned one person, but any any last words? Uh ah,
0: John Strange, that'll be a great match there. Honestly, I don't like when they do this thing where they call me crazy and they put me with another crazy person because it's just, yeah, I, I don't like how they identify it as crazy. Because just because people like me and him think different doesn't make us crazy and doesn't mean either of us need to be paper acted or in a straitjacket let's just be quite frank if they want to get real we can get real but i i think it's unnecessary but if that's what they want that's what's going to happen and i'm not being paper acted simple as that i'm not he can be paper acted he's way more crazy he already is out in the robe and he he's like an escape asylum person so he can go back to his place that is not for me Simple as that. So that's my final words, and that's for knockout wrestling. That is not for John Strange. That is directed at knockout wrestling for thinking that any of us need to be paper acted. It's ridiculous. All Other right. than that, this was this was great.
1: All right, <laughs> thank you so much, and that's it for the Everett Lee Show. Follow Everett Lee over on social media: Facebook, Everett Lee Show; Twitter at the Everett Lower Score Lee; Instagram, Everett Lee, and on YouTube, Everett Lee, and, of course, Podcast City Network. Can't, can't forget them. Shout out the Podcast Network and the amazing shows over on podcastc.net. Everyone have a good night and a good week. We'll see you again next time for another episode of the Everett Lee Show.